my brain is fried, absolutely fried. My creativity and clarity are impaired. My concentration is degraded. My emotions are raw and everything is driving me nuts right now. Hello, I'm Frederick Buskey and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast in what is probably going to be a slightly unique episode. So why do I feel the way I do? Uh, my mom's 89 years old and had a fall the other day, uh, last week, I guess, and is uh, went through surgery a couple days ago. So um, I live on the, on the East Coast in North Carolina. Mom's on the West Coast, so I'm in San Francisco. I've been here for kind of five days now, maybe. Um, but, but the thing that's happening, because she's in the hospital and got other people trying to get a hold of me and, and coordinate things... I've had all my messages on, on my phone. I've had my phone notifications turned on the entire time, which is, is rare for me. I have a new computer that I'm working from. And so trying to get all of the alerts under control has been a real challenge. And, and what's, what's happened is that I am just getting notifications all the time. My phone feels like it's, it's always going off. I have email alerts popping up, which I usually don't see. Every program I open puts up a pop-up window and wants me to engage with it in some way. And I can't focus. I mean, it's just destroying my ability to do productive work. So why am I sharing this with you? I'm sharing it because it it's reminded me of maybe what your lives are like. Um, I've really had the I would say luxurious experience of being able the last three years since I stepped out of education to be able to create a sane space for myself. When I work, I can shut my phone down. I never have email notifications turned on. So the number of interruptions that I get are very small. And as a consequence of that, I always tell people I can get eight hours of work done in about four hours because I can just dig in and focus and tear into it. And I've been out of higher ed for three years now and I had just forgotten how, how disruptive and, and really how grueling it is to have to be faced with those constant interruptions. Um, and, and not just the notifications and things, but also being pulled from one task to another. And, and as I sat there just almost ready to beat my head into a, into a table, I, it just hit me like, wow, this is your guy's life. I, I forgot how bad it was. <clears throat> but, and you can, you can argue with me on, well, you can, you can resist this, but it doesn't have to be like this. Not all assistant principals live this kind of life. And in fact, some of you listening, I hope don't. And, uh, I'm going to provide a couple of, of key things that I think you could do right now that won't take very much effort to cut down the interruptions uh, that are happening in your life. And if you're one of those APs that has this stuff under control and I've missed something and, and uh, you think there's something else I should share with people, I hope at the end of the podcast that um, you'll maybe send me an email at frederick at frederickbuskey.com and... Uh, let me know what your ideas are. Or if you have a strong reaction, if you think I've really gotten this wrong, um, that's okay. Please let me know so I don't mess it up again. And 
yeah, so it, it doesn't have to be this right, this way, right? If you think about all the kinds of notifications that are coming at you, um, probably 70% of those notifications at least are just inconsequential distractions. You never need to be notified about it. If they're sitting in your inbox or sitting on your desk or something, I, it, it doesn't matter and they don't need to be interrupting you. Maybe about 15% of the things of the notifications that you get are probably useful information but that you didn't need right at that minute that didn't need to interrupt you um 10 are important and they're going to require some attention and they require you to do something but they aren't urgent and they don't require it to do require you to do it at that moment so again you don't you don't need that notification to interrupt what you're doing. And then we could look at maybe 5% of the notifications you get are like, you have to do this right now. This is mission critical. <clears throat> so it's an emergency. But you shouldn't be the one on call 100% of the time, right? So we can cut that too. So here are five things that I think you could do my little notebook five things i'm sorry i'm shooting this on video so if you're just listening you didn't see that i've got my little notebook here that i scribbled things down in yesterday as i was pulling my hair out all right here are five things that you can do to cut down immediately on the notifications that you're getting um, maybe you'll be able to do all five of things that would be incredible even if you can't, just do one or two of these things and, and decrease the number of interruptions that you're getting up, getting every day. And your productivity will soar and so will your sanity and your mental and probably physical health as well. All right. So number one, turn off all email notifications on every single device that you have, every email program. Just turn it off. And never, ever, ever, ever turn your email notifications on again. There is absolutely no reason. And that brings us to point two. Never, 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 never use email as a synchronous form of communication. And I think that's happened to a lot of us. We get in an email exchange with somebody and we're just going back and forth. Right? Don't use email that way. It's not designed to be used that way. And if you don't use it for synchronous communication, then you don't need to have your notifications on. So number one, turn off your email notifications. Number two, don't use email for synchronous conversations. If somebody wants to do that with you, just pick up the phone and call them. All right, number three, um, create a need-to-know Google Doc at at your school and and figure out who needs to have access to that but there's a lot of information that we get uh, things that come up during the day where i think i i need to let people know that this is happening um maybe it's something going to happen in the afternoon or maybe it's happening tomorrow or next week but we have all these all these things running around that that somehow need to be tracked and captured and i think one of the things we do is we wind up emailing somebody or texting them to make them aware while while we still have it in our head if we just create a google doc and share it with the people that need to know and just drop things in there 
and then we train ourselves to check that periodically. But that way we're going to the notification, the notification's not coming to us. Number four, all right, identify three to five people that you know have to get get a hold of you. So who are the people that when you get a phone call from them, you know it's gonna be important? Probably, if you're an assistant principal listening, it's probably your principal. It might be somebody from the district office. It might be uh, front office staff, right? So figure out who those people are. And then in your contacts and your phone, set them so that they will always ring, ring through even if your phone is on do not disturb, right? So identify those three to five people, make sure that their calls will always ring through and then put your phone on do not disturb. Because everybody else that's sending you text messages, it just is not that critical. And if you're in a situation you say, well, teachers are texting me about discipline issues and I need to go to the classroom. No have them reach out to the front office staff and then the front office staff train them to be able to make some kind of, um, to be able to judge the intensity or degree of the issue and whether or not they need to call you right away. But I know this kind of runs counter sometimes to what we say we want everybody to be able to get a hold of us, but when everybody can get a hold of you, you can't get a hold of your work and you become ineffective, frustrated, and crazy like I feel like I am right now as I record this podcast. So number four is three to five people, let them always ring through, and then put your phone on do not disturb. Number five, every minute of the school day, designate one person who is on call. So a lot of times we get disrupted by emergencies. And sometimes those really are emergencies. If there's a fight or there's a kid that's um, that's moving off campus, you know, right? we have to deal with that. We have to deal it right now with it right now. But what Savvy administrators do is they decide who is, they, they always have one person that is on call. And that person knows that they're going to be on call. So they do the kinds of tasks that if they get disrupted, it's not a big deal. And so we designate, you know, from eight to 10, the AP's on call. From 10 to noon, principal's on call. From noon to one, maybe instructional coach or our, if we have a um, admin intern, you know, or maybe it's front office staff, you know, it just depends on your staffing in your school, but making sure that one person is always on call and that all the people that have the capacity to call for help know who is on call and so who they should reach out to at that moment. That means that you don't have to be at everybody's beck and call all the time. So you can create these spaces in these spaces in which you can operate with full focus. So just take turns having somebody on call. And then number six, I said five, so six is a bonus. Uh, this is this is key going back. You have to educate all the stakeholders as to what you're doing. You need to help people understand. And, and it is it requires education at this point because we've all become so accustomed to these interruptions. We have to educate the people that we serve and let them know that 
when I create pockets of time where I can be fully, I can concentrate fully and not be distracted, I'm going to be so much more efficient. And if I, if I have five discipline referrals or a report or whatever it is to get done, if I can get it done in 30 minutes instead of an hour and 15 minutes, that gives me 45 minutes that I can go in and, and support teachers and be in classrooms and connect with kids and cut off future discipline discipline issues. So, so it's really important to educate people what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then we do want people to feel like they can get a hold of us. So again, we go back and teach them if it is absolute emergency and you need me right now, right? This is one of the three to five people that can reach me and you need to go through them. So I, I don't know, it, it makes sense to me. Um, and and I've see, I see schools where it's done. One of the best principals I know, he, he leaves the office, he leaves his walkie-talkie at his desk. They can't get a hold of him. They literally cannot get a hold of him without running down the hallway and finding what hallway or what classroom he's in. And he is an award-winning principal, um, has turned around multiple schools and just does a phenomenal job. Um, and, and he doesn't respond to email. He doesn't answer his phone because he's in the school, he's in classrooms, he's working with kids. Consequently, he doesn't have the kinds of emergencies and problems that, that a lot of people do because he's so present. Not that we can all ignore our email um, or never answer the phone, but we can do, I'll recap these six things. Turn off all your email notifications. Never use email for synchronous conversations. Create a Google Doc to share FYI information. Identify three to five people who have to be able to get hold of you. Program them in your phone to always ring through and then turn your phone on do not disturb. For every minute of the school day, have one individual that is on call and rotate who that individual is. And number six, educate all the stakeholders as to what you're doing. All right, this was a little bit of a different show and I hope it's helpful Again, if you have strong reactions to this, if some of these things are great and you want to give me the thumbs up, I'd love to hear that. If you think I'm really off base on some of this, please, please let me know so that I'm not giving bad advice or bad direction to people in the future. All right. I think that wraps up this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm Frederick Buskey. Thanks for listening. Uh, please remember to subscribe and rate this podcast, especially if you're enjoying it. Maybe consider forwarding this episode if it resonated with you to, to a friend and to someone else. So, all right, I will talk to you next time. Bye.